Welcome to the Muscles and Veggies podcast. Nutrition, health, fitness, all packaged neatly together to educate and motivate you to stay on your fitness journey. What are we talking about today? Today, we're going to talk about improving your sleep quality. Um, Talk to a lot of people. People consistently talk about how... Yeah, I sleep pretty good, right? I go to bed at a certain time. I get up at a certain time. My energy is pretty good, uh, pretty consistent. The reality is, though, is when I talk to people and we actually track their sleep, um, most people could dramatically improve their sleep quality. And so we're going to talk about how to improve sleep quality. We're also going to start off the podcast by talking about Uh, What are the detriments of poor sleep quality? Can poor sleep quality uh, keep you from reaching your aesthetic goals? Can it keep you from reaching uh, your muscular goals? Uh, Things like that. So first, let's start off by talking about some of the problems with poor sleep quality. Um, To start off with, we we have to talk about cortisol because excess cortisol can cause a host of problems in the human body. Uh, Cortisol is a beneficial thing. We need it to get up out of bed. It gives us energy. It moves us and grooves us first thing in the day. However, uh, excess cortisol over long periods of time, it elicits higher glucose response, higher insulin response. It's associated with being dehydrated. Uh, All of these things lead to my second one, which is higher inflammation. Uh, Higher inflammation decreases your immune function, decreases your energy production, also causes things like water weight and uh, joint pain, uh, things like that. So we associate cortisol and inflammation together. You're more likely to be diabetic, obese, uh, have joint problems, uh, have energy problems, and even be dehydrated just from these, uh, these two here, cortisol and inflammation. Uh, But we have to also talk about sleep with mental health. Uh, Mental health problems are uh, an epidemic, so to speak, right now. Uh, Higher levels of anxiety and depressions for a lot of different reasons. But um, poor sleep quality is a driving factor. It's been shown that people with poor sleep quality have higher levels of anxiety, high levels of depression, schizophrenia, lower cognitive function. It's, it's even said that they could compare someone who is sleep deprived um, for five hours of sleep of night is like having two drinks behind the wheel. So think about that for a second. It's huge. Uh, our last one is decreased overall mortality. A simple Google search will show you that shift workers, uh, their mortality rates are far lower than the average person who does not do shift work. Um, these people were 11 to 20% more likely to die from all, all cause mortality. That means cancer, heart disease, heart attack, uh, car wreck, can't, you know, any of those things, right? Uh, they're, they're almost 20% more likely to die from those things than the average person who doesn't have their circadian rhythm dysfunction like shift workers do. So with saying all that, it's, it's motivating to improve our, our sleep quality, right? So how do we improve our sleep quality? That's what I want to focus the rest of the podcast on. Um, So improving our sleep quality starts with talking about blue light. And just a simple overview of blue light, the atmosphere that you see behind me here, if you're watching the video version, um, in our atmosphere, blue light is heavily produced during the mid part of the day. 
at both the sunrise and the sunset, we produce a lot of red light. The sun produces the, the rays of the sun come through the atmosphere uh, and at a broader spectrum of, of what's called red light. Um, blue light el elicits cortisol in a human being. Red light suppresses cortisol and elicits melatonin. Melatonin, you've likely heard, is what uh, it's a sleep supplement, but we also produce it endogenously. Melatonin production uh, takes us through the sleep cycles through the night. It's like the shifting gears going through our sleep cycles. So it's massively important that we get blue light during the day, but we get um, no light or red light before bed. So there's lots of things in our modern day environment that um, are producing blue light all the way up until 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night. We're talking about cell phones, tablets, computers, TVs, our LED lighting in our house. You could go on and on, right? So these things actually elicit a cortisol response and suppress melatonin. So we have to be clear on eliminating or limiting blue light to its proper place during the day so that we can elicit a natural melatonin response and we don't have to supplement with melatonin. Isn't it true that in the last 20 or 30 years is the only time in human history that people have been able to supplement melatonin production? And that's because think about how much blue light has been added to our environment in the last 20 or 30 years. So the number two thing that I really want to focus on besides wearing blue light blocking glasses and dimming your house lights and being in a dark environment for an hour or two before bed, I also want to talk about temperature. Temperature is massively important when it comes to our sleep quality. Studies consistently show that um, temperatures between 60 and 68 degrees are ideal temperatures to sleep in. Uh, anything above that or, or even below that, most likely above that, um, hotter is going to disrupt our sleep cycles. And just so you know, at the beginning of the night, we go through what's called our hours of power, which is our deep sleep between 10 and 2 a.m. 10 p.m., 2 a.m., we're going through deep sleep cycles. This is the body's physical regeneration. We have the largest amount of human growth hormone that's, just, that's um, produced at the beginning part of our sleep cycle at night between 10 and 2. So then we go into a period of light sleep, and then REM sleep is later in the morning. That's rapid eye movement sleep. This sleep is very affected by temperature. Uh, this is where we get brain regeneration. If you really want to combat against Alzheimer's and depression, anxiety, um, Parkinson's, these things all happen with quality REM sleep. So we want to make sure that our bedroom temperature is at set at an ideal range. And this is why I really like to see people track their sleep because when they track their sleep using an aura ring or a Garmin or an Apple Watch or something to track their sleep, they'll see that when they have lower temperatures that they will have better sleep quality on any of these tracking devices. So we've talked about blue light. We've talked about temperature. What else helps? Well, I'll tell you another thing that helps dramatically in my experience with clients is magnesium and specifically um, about three or four different types of magnesium. But the point is, is we are all magnesium deficient. Magnesium relaxes muscles. That's why people with muscle cramps can take magnesium. 
and they can get a huge benefit against those muscle cramps just by taking you know, 400 to 800 milligrams of magnesium a night. Why should we take this? Why should we supplement this, right? That's my, always my question. But, the, but doing research will easily show that our environment, we don't drink spring water anymore. Uh, modern agriculture has depleted the soils of natural minerals. Um, and then you think a processed food diet and stress depletes magnesium. So we have like a triple whammy of, of issues going on that makes us magnesium deficient. So uh, improving sleep quality regards will help to have magnesium supplemented before bed. I recommend an hour before bed, again, four to 800 milligrams of magnesium glycinate, uh, magnesium citrate, or magnesium malate. You'll know if you take too much if you have loose stools because magnesium will drive water production to the bowels if you have too much. So we talked about blue light. We've talked about temperature. We've talked about magnesium. What else can help our sleep quality? Well, another thing that can help our sleep quality is not having alcohol uh, before bed. So no alcohol or even you could go as far to say no food no sugar, no any calories whatsoever after 7 p.m. has been shown over and over and over again to create better sleep quality. And the reason why is simple. Your body's uh, metabolism is at its slowest point right before bed. All day long, your metabolism is ramped up. It starts to decrease down and go into regenerative restoration mode right before bed. So if you're consuming a lot of calories or alcohol before bed, you are disrupting that mechanism of regeneration and restoration, and you're forcing your body to uh, still metabolize this food and this energy that's in the system. So we want to give ourselves about three hours before bed to go through the proper sleep cycles at night. Uh, you could also say that um, going to bed at that time that you can get the hours of power between 10 and 2 are also most consistent. And my cat behind me, she really goes to bed on time. And that's why she's got so much energy and just killed a fly on the window. But my point being is that we can do these things to uh, improve our sleep quality. And in doing so, you set yourself up to be a better fat burner and a better muscular uh, builder, so to speak. So being a better fat burner, how does sleep have anything to do with that, right? Well, I want you to hear me out on that same topic of stopping eating before 7 p.m. Stopping eating before 7 p.m. Uh, allows us to process through that food, whereas we go into sleep through the night, we're not consuming any calories, our blood sugar drops to a really healthy range. And when it does so, what do you think happens? How does our body function and continue to have energy for the cellular function? Well, it does, throw, does so through fats. That's where we tap into our own stored body fat really, really well is when our glucose is low. When glucose and insulin is low, we tap into body fat. So if you eat right before bed, you are keeping your glucose higher to where your body does not drop into that low range in glucose and start tapping into body fat during the night. So stopping eating before 7 p.m. is a massive benefit. I cannot tell you how many people I've seen that it helps, uh, and I cannot tell you how much that it improves your sleep quality and gives you more energy when you're waking up in the morning and getting out of bed. 
So we talked about blue light, we talked about temperature, we talked about uh, magnesium, we talked about not eating uh, after 7 p.m. if you're going to bed at 10. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about is being consistent in your times of going to bed and your times of waking up. That right there is what the circadian rhythm is all about. Uh, going to bed at the same time or waking up around the same time, we should do so naturally without an alarm clock if we can. Um, that's not always possible, especially if you're getting up very early for work or something. But the point is, is setting that circadian rhythm to a, a, a metronomic activity where I go to bed at the time, this time, I wake up at this time. That trains the body um, circadian rhythm wise, again, the, the hypothalamus takes in light through the rods and cones in the eyes. It tells the pineal gland when to release certain hormones like cortisol and, and melatonin. And then that those hormones are released and takes us through our sleep cycles. So setting that circadian rhythm, we'll get the, the dose of cortisol when we need it. We'll get the dose of melatonin when we need it. That's why it's so consistent that, or it's so important that we remain consistent in our wake up time and in our go to bed time. So we talked a lot about a lot of things today in regards to sleep. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. I would love to answer your questions. Also, if you would like to support this podcast, there's a couple ways that you can do so. Number one, leave me a review. Tell me if you learned something. Tell me if something that I said worked for you. Uh, also share it with a friend or family member. Like today, you can share it with somebody who struggles with their sleep. Uh, there's lots of people on sleep medications out there and lots of people that struggle with sleep. Uh, maybe they just need to hear something like this. And also take advantage of the supplements that I use at thorn.com. I give every, all my listeners a discount to Thorn products. Uh, these are used by the USA Olympic team. The NBA Golden State Warrior team uses them. The reason why is because they're triple certified, triple party, or I'm sorry, third party lab tested and approved that they have what they say they have in them. And you can get a special discount, thorn.com slash you slash muscles. And I have a discount for everyone who supports the podcast there. But thank you for tuning in. Whatever you're doing right now, whatever you're uh, hiking, biking, you know, working, you're listening to this. Thank you for uh, taking time to listen to, to Muscles and Veggies podcast. And until next time, this is Zach, your host, wishing you a wonderful day.